Good morning, Zaya Wimala. Uh, sorry I'm late. I had a call this morning, just just before I uh, wanted to come and put everything together here, and um, a family member has been taken ill and is in the hospital. So um, my daughter called to tell me about it. And she said, oh, Mom, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were, you know, I forgot you were starting to do your meditation on Facebook. And uh, she said, I'm so sorry I called and, you know, gave you this bad news. It's, it's actually about her dad. And... Um, I, I chuckled and I said, that's okay, Katie, really, because that's why, that's why we practice meditation. You know, we have to be, we have to be okay. This is one of those welcoming the unwelcome. Um, so I'm not trying to make a joke about it, but I, it really hit home for me that that's what this practice is all about. That's not, first of all, it's not an interruption to have to get a call that one of your loved ones is ill. And uh, that's just part of life, right? And secondly, I realize it really is what our practice is all about. We have to welcome the unwelcome all the time, every minute. So it, it brings home even more this wonderful book that we're reading, making a plug for the book group on Monday. Um, but it really does. Our practice and living our practice helps us um, helps us deal with things as they come along. We don't want to to uh, have one way we can be when things are going well, and another way we we have to deal with ourselves when things take a downturn. So I hope your practice is um, is strong enough for you. That's why I ask you. A lot. Uh, check and see how your practice is going, how your daily living practice is going. You, you may or may not have more time to be on the cushion, as we call it. Um, but what, what we're looking at is more how we deal with everything that comes to us during the day. And uh, we've got to roll with the punches. We have to equanimity. I've been exploring the, some uh, words, and they're English. They're translations from Pali into English lately. And equanimity, one of the uh, interesting opposite, I found out the opposite of equanimity, which means balance, is passion. And uh, one thing I hear people so often say they don't want to give up about this world and living this human life are all the, their passions about this world. And what we know about equanimity is it is being okay with everything about the world. It's finding that, that true balance of everything. We can, we can look at things and understand that when there are things and suffering that we don't understand, that... Um, there, everyone has their own comma, and we can't always uh, change things. We can't always make things be not what they are. And if we're working with our own comma, then these are the actions that we, we uh, these are all of our actions. 
we we are the heir to our actions. We reap what we sow, and every action that we take, every intentional action, will at some point need to be um, taken care of. We have to deal with it in one way or another. And so when we have equanimity, we have that that complete confidence that all beings are heir to their kama, so we're responsible for our actions. And um, we can find that calmness and balance and uh, be okay with what is in the world without falling apart about it. And it's, it's always uh, a hard concept for us to to see really well when we're caught up in the world and realizing that the the true opposite of equanimity is passion and passion is that it's not just we're not just talking about sexual passion we're talking about passion for the things of this world maybe you have if uh, some people are passionate about the drama of the world just the just all of the roller coaster emotions, and uh, they have passions about food, or passions about music, or passions about art, and those things cause their world to rise or fall. Their sense of well-being is tied up in those. And when we move towards equanimity, at first it feels like we're giving. It often feels like we're giving something up, or when we when we hear about that concept, if we really see that the opposite of it is passion, most people would say, well, I don't want to lose my passion for for life, my passion for the world. Maybe it's not such a bad thing to lose, but if you're in in a time in your life where it's very important, you're not going to see that. So that's one one of the things that I would recommend you just... And just hang on. If you're if you're young, just hang on for <laughs> maybe hang on for several more years, and it becomes more clear. But um, our practice is leading us in that direction, so it's good to make peace with that and uh, allow allow yourself every your growth to unfold. So you can actually see what that means as you as you become more, as you develop more of these qualities that are leading us towards equanimity. And we don't have to think that we're just going to be turned to stone. That's not it at all. But we're able to witness the world and see and, and be clear about what we see going on. And so we can step away from uh, getting caught up in the in the drama of everything. So, um, if and and all of you who are practicing, I know you're experiencing that. But it doesn't mean you're not a fun person and you don't love things and enjoy things. But we know we know we can do without a lot of things too, and a lot of what we can uh, let go of is our maybe our passionate uh, zeal about our election coming up, you know, because I see just looking looking at Facebook, which I do just sometimes just because I'm doing Facebook Live, I, I start looking at Facebook again, and then I remember why I backed away from it. But 
there's so much anger. There's so much, uh, there's so many hateful thoughts coming from both, from all different points of view. So it's not, it's not just one view or another. There's lots of in between, but it's, uh, there's so much very passionate, uh, anger and indignation and fear and, um, and I know all of you can see it, so try to think about your own, what you're putting out in the world. And remember that, that those, everything we even say on Facebook, those are those actions that will be, that we're responsible for. So there's no need to, to, uh, create more discord and more, uh, foster more anger in the world. So, uh, that's that's one of the things that I see that I think we have to we we we're getting closer and closer to an election. Many of us are very passionate about the results, and uh, what we need to do now is to to back off and instead of sending out anger or hatred or uh, fear, just sending out goodwill sending out kindness, sending out metta for ourselves, for everyone who thinks like us and everyone who doesn't think like us. And how do we ever know what anyone else is really thinking anyway? So keep going and keep being a good citizen and keep doing what you think is right. But I don't think any of us would intentionally choose anger and think that that's right. So, um, <laughs> settle down. <laughs> when old from an old Saturday Night Live joke. But sometimes I feel it when I'm on Facebook. I just want to say, settle down. Just settle down, and uh, everything will be okay. It may not even be in our lifetimes, but. Sometimes uh, the wheels of samsara keep turning and uh, we may not believe in kama or karma, but we do, most of us do believe that we reap whatever we sow and it's the same difference. So uh, back up and look at it from a little bit broader picture as much as you can and save yourself a lot of uh, personal stress. So uh, thank you. I see many people are, are sending uh, loving thoughts to my family, and, and I, I appreciate that so much. I, I don't know what we're going to be looking at, but it doesn't look good. So those healing thoughts are very much appreciated. So I, would, I thought maybe today I would just pick a random, something random from... And, you know, since I'm looking for something, it's going to be hard to find it. Okay, here's something that just catches my eye. This is from later in the book, from Welcoming the Unwelcome. So I'll read a little bit, and then we can do... uh, some mindfulness practice. You can't be friendly and judgmental at the same time. Whoops. 
If you have a good friend, you probably know all about her strangeness. You probably have some ideas about how she could be happier if she went about some things a little differently. But if you do call her out on her issues, you don't do it in a harsh, critical way. You don't do it out of thinking there's something inherently wrong with her. You do it out of your care. You do it because you think it will help her see what's going on, which will help her get over her negative habits. And if she recognizes where you're coming from, she may tell you to go away, but underneath there's a good chance she'll appreciate what you're saying. This is a kind of friendly approach we can gradually learn to have towards ourselves and our uncomfortable feelings. It will enable us to stay with the feeling beneath the words long enough for us to become intimate with it. The pre-verbal energy may persist, but we will develop a different relationship to it. It won't automatically turn into something's wrong with me and the whole internal conversation that follows. Accepting something, by the way, isn't the same as liking it. To accept a feeling that we habitually associate with discomfort doesn't mean we immediately turn around and start enjoying it. It means being okay with it as part of the texture of human life. It means understanding that if we want to become fully awakened human beings, we have to learn how not to shy away from or reject any human experience. It's like accepting the weather. We may prefer sunny to rainy or spring to winter, but fundamentally we accept the way the weather and the seasons are. So personally, I've made a commitment to keep pointing myself towards changing how I look at myself and how I look at other people. It starts with getting in touch with the feeling of something being wrong with me and then making the intention to work with loosening that feeling up by seeing it with tenderness. Eventually, I've learned how I can just let it be. If each one of us can change how we look at ourselves, that becomes the basis for a culture of people who don't give up on themselves or on each other. And this is something that we certainly need now more than ever. I think it's even fair to say that how we feel about ourselves will determine the future of the world. Wow. Whether distraction and aggression proliferate globally or peacefulness and harmony grow stronger depends on how we, as citizens of the world, feel about ourselves. Trungpa Rinpoche emphasized that we are at crossroads. As we see, there is so much violence, polarization, env environmental degradation, and suffering all over the globe. Things seem like they're spinning out of control. We can respond to this state of affairs with fear, aggression, and selfishness, or we can respond out of trust in our vast, open, basically good mind, which is timelessly aware, yet empty of imputed meanings. How we respond will determine the way the world will go. As citizens of our world, we can help things go in the direction of wisdom, 
caring and compassion. Wow. That, that was very random and it was just perfect, right? So let's practice for a few minutes together. Let's practice sending metta. And we began by sending this quality of loving kindness or goodwill to ourselves. I think uh, it's always good to gently close your eyes just to cut off some of the distractions that are out visually. Pay attention to everything going on. Begin by sending this quality of kindness, of friendliness, goodwill, benevolence to yourself. I think it ties in beautifully with what I just read from Pema Chodron. The future of this world depends on how we treat ourselves. If we treat ourselves with love and kindness, eventually that's what we put out into the world. If we can learn to understand and see ourselves, that's how we see the world. So send these feelings of peace, of kindness, of goodwill, of friendliness to yourself. May I be well. May I feel safe. May I be contented. And may I live in peace. send the same thoughts and feelings out to your loved ones, your family members. May all of our family members and our extended families of friends be well. May they feel safe. May they live contentedly. May they live in peace. Now think of other people you see during your day. Maybe don't include them in your extended family of friends. 
but you see them, you might talk to them, or you might smile when you, well, they wouldn't see your smile these days behind your mask, but they see the smile in your eyes as you pass by them. You may see them at work, or if you're shopping for food, or taking a walk, or at your gym. These are the people you just may encounter. Some are strangers, and some have become acquaintances. Kind of your Mr. Rogers neighborhood. It's in these same thoughts of goodwill and kindness and friendliness to your strangers in the neighborhood and the people you know, your acquaintances. And maybe you can even go back and think of people over the years who you've known as acquaintances, as your friendly strangers. Send out this same feeling of uh, wishing them well, wishing them happiness and peace. And wishing wishing them that sense of safety in the world, even in their own household sometimes. And now have that sense of moving out, out into space, looking back at the world. Be aware of its beauty. Be aware of all of the beings living on this planet. And out into space. May all of these beings, human and non-human, be free from suffering and the causes of suffering, be free from fear and worry and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst, thirst and the extremes of the weather. May all People's peoples and creatures dealing with floods and famine and war and fires. Too much heat, too much cold. May all of these beings be free from their fear. May they be able to find refuge May they be able to care for their loved ones. May they be able to find peace.
Just come back to your breath. As you breathe in, you can feel your heart opening. And as you breathe out, you can allow that open heart to send out these feelings of metta. Continue to sit if you can. Our time together is up. And thank you once again and more than ever for being here and being part of my practice. Thank you so much. Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow.